Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, I'm Ishan Akbar, and welcome to 929, a podcast from Fiverr.com. You must know the drill by now. You bestow us with 9 minutes and 29 seconds of your time, and in return, we give you a bite-sized lesson on growing your business from someone who really knows their stuff. Today, I'll be speaking to Sasha Celestial One, co-founder of Odeo, a food-sharing app tackling food waste one cake slice at a time. Is there any particular food that you just wouldn't share? So you see it in the box and you think, actually, I'm going to keep that for myself. Um, well, I only share food that I genuinely don't want, except for baked goods. So my son likes to make cupcakes and cakes, and I will eat all of it if it is in my house. So <laughs> we're very strategic about let's each have a couple slices and then it's immediately going on oleo. A third of the food we produce globally is thrown away. So food waste is a huge problem and not one Sasha can tackle by herself, which is why her lesson today is all about asking for help. Right, time's ticking, so here goes. Let's get into it then, Sasha. What is your lesson today? My lesson is how to ask your users, in our case, or your customers, for help. To give us a bit of context, in terms of Olio, what does Olio do? So Olio is an app that brings people together to stop good food from going to waste. Anyone who has food they're not going to eat, sell, or serve can simply take a picture um, and then write a brief description, upload it to the platform. People nearby are alerted when food is available, and then they can request it and go pick it up. So it's really quite straightforward, but what makes it interesting is the way that we've grown, um, which is through our grassroots volunteer movement of over 50,000 people. Right. So how did you start growing this grassroots volunteer movement? When we started in 2015, it certainly wasn't by design that we would sort of build a a free labor force to go out and um, sort of spread the oleo gospel. Um, Mm -hmm. But what happened was we had such an overwhelmingly positive uh, response from from some people that we realized they were just dying to help us. That's absolutely amazing. Have you got an understanding as to what they say is in it for them? Because if they're volunteers, obviously not getting paid, why do they want Hmm. to support your work? We have a few different types of volunteers, um, and there's something different in it, um, as you would say, for each type of volunteer. Mm -hmm. The ambassadors are out there spreading the word in their community and getting people to sign up to the app. And what's in it for them is that if they don't have anyone else to share with, then they don't get to use Olio themselves. So we just tell those people who really, they say, why isn't there Olio in Hackney? Or why isn't there Olio in Manchester? And we say, because we don't have the resources to do that. But tell you what, we'll tell you everything we know. We'll guide you, we'll mentor you, we'll celebrate you. Go out and do it yourself. And so that's what's in it for them. That's very interesting because I'm thinking, you know, if I'm an entrepreneur listening to this, I would love to get, you know, a volunteer army together to help me with my work. How would you say for those people, they can try and inspire people to buy into the work that they're doing, that perhaps they might get some help from people, their own customers? 
Um, well, first of all, you have to ask. Um, in the beginning, we used to feel really guilty or really cheeky that we were asking people for help. Um, and it did yeah. take a while to get more confident and realize that actually, if your product or service is solving a real problem for people, those people are going to be grateful. And so it's be careful not to get into the mindset where you feel guilty about asking for help. Well, that's a very, you know, that's a very good point. In terms of wanting to not feel cheeky and not to feel guilty, you know, there might be startup entrepreneurs who just feel a bit nervous about asking for help because it can be quite vulnerable doing that. Do you have tips for people based on all your experience on how you can learn to ask for help if you're not that way inclined? Well, first, I would say that if you're, you know, it's difficult, I would say, to be a successful startup entrepreneur if you're perhaps shy or reserved or have a hard time asking difficult questions. So just, mm-hmm. you know, put your big boy or girl pants on um, <laughs> and go out there and do Tell it. Tell us what you really think, Sasha. <laughs> and the other thing I would say is don't ask for the same type of help or the same level of commitment over and over to the point you're a broken record. For example, on Facebook or on Twitter, just saying, hey, we're looking at, um, you know, um, adding a new feature. Tell us the top three feature, features you'd like us to add. Or, hey, this is a new mascot. Um, what should we call it? A, B, or C? That is actually right. engaging your users or followers in a way where you're asking them for help. And then they feel you know, bought into the product and to the development. They feel ownership for the process, et cetera. So there's a whole variety of channels and also, I guess, levels of commitment that you might be asking from someone. We have mm-hmm. a really, really light touch role that we call a digital ambassador role. And all they have to do is spend three minutes a week doing one task online. So I think it's important to remember that you can customize the level of involvement. So really, the lesson is about tapping into the power of your community, which however you build that community is just getting into them and getting them on brand by asking them to do these very small achievable things like three minutes in a week. Yep. You've got to make it really easy for people. I think one of the mistakes that I've seen other organizations make is to be too vague in their ask like mm-hmm. support okay. us spread the word and it's like uh-uh here's an exact tweet you can copy with the hashtags that you need to use like you need to make it and not idiot proof but as effortless as possible um, every extra step um, that you include is, a, is where you're going to have sort of people drop off along the process i guess the particular situation in terms of the pandemic, yeah. people are thinking more about sharing and community and mm-hmm. things like that. Have you found that the pandemic has uh, been kind of, I hate to say it, a bit good for you and what you do? You know, um, it has been so incredibly heartwarming. So our um, sharing in the platform it is up nearly 40% bef- versus what it was in February. Um, wow. And we've we've run a few different campaigns um, to support that and encourage that. We've run a cook for carers to support our frontline and key workers where people we're encouraging people to cook meals in advance and make them available to the families or to uh, of key workers and also cook for kids to support parents and families with students who would have been in school and aren't receiving mm-hmm. their school meals anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, just in general, there's, I think, an acute or heightened awareness of the need for us all to look after each other. And what's amazing is that we restricted all sharing until a week or two ago to essential ingredients only or essential essential items. Um, okay. And so you would have thought that that would have really dampened our sharing. Um, but actually, even in, in light of that, sharing on the platform has just increased so much, which we're really proud of and hopefully is sustainable after all of this is over. 
you must have throughout your time at Olio, but particularly now, heard some great stories, heartwarming stories. Do you care to share one with us? It's almost impossible to pick out just one, but we have people getting married. We have people starting new jobs, finding homes, moving country. I mean, you name it, Olio has brought people together to do it. Um, it's amazing what a simple connection over over food can do uh, to people in the community. Sorry, hold on. So you mean I don't need dating apps? I like food. I could have just met someone using Olio. I would hope so. We have so many people. You know, we have thousands and thousands of people meeting every day on the doorstep to connect over some almond milk or blueberries or whatnot. And what better way to meet the love of your life than um, you know through food? Music to my ears. So in terms of the lesson around asking your users for help, what I've taken away from this is... Speak regularly to your users, give them clear, concise instructions, and don't share cake if that's what you like. Uh, well, I think you've gotten the last one wrong. Um, okay. You should absolutely <laughs> share your cake. Cake is for sharing. Um, cake is not for, um, for for eating all yourself. Um, <laughs> but yes, I think it, it more or less you've got it correctly. It's a two it's a two way interaction. Um, listen to the people that are using your product or service, and um, you'd be amazed if they passionate about what you're doing, then they certainly want to devote some time and energy to helping you be successful. Sasha, thank you so much. It's been great speaking to you. My absolute pleasure. Thank you. Big thanks to Sasha for the business and let's face it, life advice of knowing when to ask for help. 929 is a Fiverr podcast. We are 10 episodes in now and have a rich back catalogue to prove it. So why not feast your ears on episode four and find out how fashion photographer Rankin got the queen to smile. And if you haven't already, please subscribe as we've got more top tips arriving every Monday. But for now, time's up. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.